everybody, and welcome to another Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Hello. Hi. Any- uh, I am a sports outsider. I know very little about sports. Joel and I are the ones who know stuff about sports. Yeah, and, and it's a comedy we joke. We joke about sports we together. We do interviews. We do uh, segments where we talk about weird things in sports. Often, news often is the podcast. People from the sports world will come on to clear yeah. the air about a recent scandal right. or something in the news. So for those of you who have not heard this podcast before, welcome. For those of you who uh, who <laughs> have heard this podcast before, thank you for returning. Yeah. And, 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 and if you're noticing, if you're sitting there thinking to yourself, wow. So far, this podcast is especially crisp and efficient and organized. That is because we have written down our running order on a on a whiteboard. Before That's we correct, the, Joel. <laughs> the episode wanted everyone to know that we we made one small change the way we do things. I think it's going to make so everything... based upon that, and we appreciate you telling everyone that, Joel. Sure. But based upon that, let's let's let everyone know what was going to be on the show today. Sure. Well, uh, I guess I not me explaining the whiteboard. That's no, actually not Paul Levy. on the whiteboard. No, no. We're going to have Paul Levy, president of the PGA. Oh, yep. yep. He's absolutely coming on. Come on. Is it Levy or Levi? I think it's Levy. I'm going to okay. go with Levy. Uh, because I took my Chevy to the Levy, and you know what? It was dry. No oh. kidding. The yeah. Levy? The Levy yeah. was dry? Yeah. You uh, know when the Levy breaks? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we uh, let's see. We have a CFB uh, conference <laughs> preview. <laughs> you know what I'll take is we are going to have a college football conference championship game preview. Yep. yep. We're going to have a news, news, news. Yep. Oh, well, what's Paul Levy, the head of the PGA? What's he going to be on to talk about? Oh, he's clearing the air about. Oh, yeah. uh, of course, he's clearing the air, but he's clearing the. I feel like this running order is the worst thing that ever happened <laughs> in the podcast. I think it gave too much time to Joel to explain the dry I race agree. Point. Yeah. I agree. No, he's coming on the podcast because uh, ratings have been poor uh, for golf for gotta, gotta like get those, a decade. Yeah. Really, since since the the Tiger Woods incident. Yeah, Tiger Woods uh, made golf cool again. Yep, Tiger uh, Woods stopped sleeping around. Golf ain't cool again, so he's gonna and, come in. And Tiger Woods clear got clear the air. Tiger Woods got injured and was out for a while, so I right. think he's he's just he's gonna talk about how they're gonna make uh make golf resonate with make the, the golf great again. Yeah, and Phil, do we have a wide world of weird sports? You're goddamn right, we do, Jordan. But first, I might banter a second. Yep, I would like Ooh. to tell I would like to tell an anecdote about the Big Ten championship game. Ooh. Big Ten championship <laughs> game anecdote. So the Big Ten championship game's been around this. Uh, I guess this is a seventh one now or sixth one. Yeah, it's a sort sixth right. one. And I remember watching the third Big Ten championship game. It was between Michigan State and Ohio State. Wow, that's a big one. One of my favorites. It was a great game. And, you know, I, I, it was during the holiday season because it's always kind of the first weekend in uh, December. So I'm putting up a small tree in the apartment. Ah, uh, my girlfriend, my wonderful girlfriend, Allison, is baking a, a pie, I'm sure. Whoa. Smells of nutmeg in the air. Oh. I'm setting the scene. Setting the when scene. When you put nutmeg in a pie, it makes the pie taste better. Right. It's pumpkin. Yeah. What people perceive as yeah. pumpkin spices, right, it's, it's just nutmeg. nutmeg. Yeah. I'm just, this is great. Put Don't rush into it, Jordan. <laughs> This is my kind of story. Wait, did Joel <laughs> just criticize <laughs> you for dragging no. your feet? Joel is complimenting Jordan on right, his great checking, job of, of establishing location. At halftime of the Big Ten Championship game, they had the Dr. Pepper quarterback challenge, mm. wherein they had two students from two different Big Ten schools seeing who could throw the most footballs in like a circular hoop, right, in the air. Yeah. Who could throw them in the ring and the thing. And they were going to win like a like you know uh, twenty five thousand dollars in scholarships. And it was yeah, a they, Michigan fan versus an Ohio State fan. No, was, I believe they were. I don't know if they actually were representative of yeah. Ohio State, and Michigan uh-huh. State. Okay. I've always thought that this was student. this was like a 
I, I've seen this before, and it's always you're watching these people, and it's like, hey, throw for your money, <laughs> right? And so they're they're going, and the guy makes the mistake of trying to throw a perfect spiral every time. Yeah, where the girl thinks I'll do underhand oblong. She's yeah. throwing the ball, yeah. just like pitching it. That's smart. Getting them in time after time after time. Yeah. And she wins like the Dr. Pepper uh, halftime quarterback challenge, right? Yeah. She deserves it. And so I was watching this and I was just blown away by her strategic uh, prowess. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. brilliant. And brilliant. now her name is Mrs. Pop. <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> then they, the, the announcer came over to her. So she won and she's thrilled. And the announcer comes over to her and says, well, is there anything you'd like to say, Christina? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I'd like to thank God, Dr. Pepper, my family. That was it. <laughs> really? In that order? Yeah. God, Dr. Pepper, and my family. And they said, okay, Christina. Well, Dr. Pepper thanks you. Here's the, you know. But God said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And... Busket, busket, do your burger, do your... That was the drop machine. Is that the drop machine? That was the drop... Well, no, that is that is the company. What ha- oh, no, that was our new Swedish sponsor. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were actually saying things for our Swedish listeners. I just couldn't understand it's it. It's a it's a furniture and meatball company. Yeah, not IKEA though. Not but I, the, I other the other furniture and meatball yeah. company. The what's, are- what's the deal with them serving meatballs at the end of a furniture company? That's weird. Well, you know, it's just you gotta you gotta have competing furniture and meatball companies, or it'll right. just be a complete vertical. I just monopoly. remember on any family vacation being so excited to go to the original furniture and meatball company right? restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Johnny Manziel punched a guy in the face. Matter of time. <laughs> uh, so, Not news, right? <laughs> well, the winless Cleveland Browns have a bye week, which is of no consequence to Johnny Manziel, <laughs> who this week got the Dallas County uh, DA to drop assault charges against him. But also this week, new assault charges were filed against him. Oh, oh that's tough. So, you know, like the Manziel law of uh, represent proportional right. assault where the universe needs to even itself out yeah that's it because it would like the sun would collapse into itself if he didn't have a assault charge out he there he needs something to do he cleared him out and he's like god my days are empty right <laughs> I'm, I'm retired at this point he was named defendant in a lawsuit by an austin texan texas bar employee who claims manzel struck him in the face the bartender's story has been confirmed by everyone <laughs> sure, I would confirm it. Uh, yeah. The lawsuit, as reported by USA Today, was filed by Eric Newton, a bar back at a uh, bar. Uh, it's called the New York, New York Bar, who alleges Manziel punched him in the face after a disagreement. And does anyone ever get punched in the face after an agreement? Uh, oh. Could Im- be. Improvisers. Improvisers do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sanding. I don't know. Could be like, hey, you slept with my wife. You're right. I did. I don't think that's the disagreement in that. <laughs> right. I think the disagreement yeah. is something else entirely. But, but that Joe. is that is an, they would uh, that would be an agreement uh, over the the Joel point of semantic hour with Joel Anderson. <laughs> According to the lawsuit, Newton says Manzel was demanding that Newton serve him a drink around two a.m. Newton refused to serve him, and probably because he can't because he's not a bartender. Sure, he's and, a bar back. Yeah, and a friend of Manzel's apparently heard Newton complaining about Manzel and passed that information on to Manzel. Hey, man, you know that guy who was picking up dirty glasses all night for minimum wage? Yeah. 
He was talking smack about you. What? Minimum wage, fucker. <laughs> that guy jack him in the face now. Yeah. Uh, so this is the following from the lawsuit. Uh, about a minute or so later, Mr. Manziel came downstairs, ran behind the bar, cursed at Mr. Newton, punched him in the face. Mr. Newton then grabbed Mr. Manziel to stop the attack, and both fell to the floor. Mr. Manziel then got up and ran out the back staff exit before the police arrived. Oh, what a little pussy. The what back a exit, snowflake. too. Yeah. That story was so much better with you using the articles for their <laughs> yeah. last names the whole way through. Mr. Manziel. Uh, according to the lawsuit, Newton served a broken nose as a result of the encounter Ooh. with Manziel, and doctors concluded it would have been much worse if he possessed an NFL-caliber arm. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, experts. Expert burn. Sick expert burn. <laughs> College football conference championship game preview. College football conference championship game preview. Brought to you by movie previews. Make sure to check out the movie preview before you see the movie to help contextualize what the movie you're about to see is all about. And see the best jokes. So it's interesting. That was an ad for ads. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't see anything weird about it. A lot of people like trailers. And we call them trailers now. We used to call them previews. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Back in the long, long ago. Yeah. It was different then. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, the championship uh, game weekend. All the conferences are playing their championship game. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a quick rundown of some of the uh, major and less major conference championship games. I am not games. leaving okay. the couch on Saturday. So per usual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this time there'll be something on TV. Yeah, yeah. Instead of crying into my lap. <laughs> uh, Mac championship game. Ford Field. Detroit. Your number 17-ranked Western Michigan Broncos. Woo! 12-0. Today, Friday, we're recording on Friday, beat the Ohio Bobcats. Row the boat! That's right. So they won. Undefeated, that'll probably put them into that college football playoff, don't you think? Not the playoff, but they'll get to go to a New Year's Six Bowl. Oh. They have a reserve spot for what is called the Group of Five, the five lesser conferences, Mm -hmm. to get one guy in. And so basically, Western Michigan won. It's looking like they're going to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, probably the Cotton Bowl. And America will quickly learn what it's wondered all season. If Western Michigan actually had got the chance on the field to play a good team, just how badly would they lose by? <laughs> I'm curious. Kalamazoo's a fun town, though, hey, right? Shades of Boise State, Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, tonight, we have the Pac-12 championship game currently in progress. Go Wolfpack. Pac-12's got to play on a Friday because they got to feel fucking special. <laughs> well, they, they need it. Yeah. They, need, they need the exposure. Number eight, uh, Colorado Buffaloes versus number four, Washington Huskies. The number four one-loss Huskies are playing this game in hopes of convincing people they exist yep. and that they should be in the college football playoff. What, what, is the, what is the line between Alabama and Washington in the first round of the playoff? Uh, it's very – it's very – yeah, no. If they if – they, if Washington wins out. They have the right to lose to Alabama. Absolutely. Hey, uh, like my boys did last year. Yeah. yeah. Here's hoping they lose by more. <laughs> That'll make me feel better. The AAC Conference. Oh. Uh, Alcoholics Anonymous Conference. Oh, the Kathy Conference. Well, no, this is the... Uh, oh, Joel. <laughs> That's a uh, uh, poor joke, Joel. Yeah. It's a very poor joke, yeah. especially since Ack in Kathy is spelled A A K. I know. Oh, I thought it was A C K. Went a long way for a I reference thought it was to a, a totally Ack. unfunny comic. Yeah. Anyway, this is the former Big East, which itself was a former and sometimes Y power conference. Sure. In the long, long ago. Yeah. 
Uh, Navy, uh, it's, this is Temple versus number 19 Navy. Navy is the first team in history that could be overlooking a team because they're focused on Army. <laughs> huh. That's who they're playing next week. That's kind of their big rivalry. Yeah. The first time this has ever happened where someone is overlooking a team in a conference championship game because next week they play Army. Now, Army is made up of people in the Army? Uh, the uh, West Point. Like West Point. Military oh, Academy. What, so Navy is made up of people at... The Naval Academy. Naval Academy. I always thought it was a little disturbing how bad Army and Navy have usually been. And I'm just sort of like, what does this say about our nation's defenses? Ooh. Well, the best football coach at Navy become generals, Joel. <laughs> they don't stick around on the football team. I sure hope that's right. because <laughs> Do they have an Air Force team? They yep. do. Are they any good? Do they play the Marines? Yeah, not There's this no year. Marines team. What about Merchant Marines? <laughs> they're wonderful, Phil. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Actually, the, that, that's who Alabama is, is they're the Merchant that, Marines. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Big Ten. Whew. Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium. Boom. Number five, Wisconsin, versus number seven, Penn State. In an unorthodox move, the Big Ten championship game will feature what are largely thought to be the third and fourth best teams in the conference. <laughs> Strange. Yeah. It's true. It's funny because it's, it's true. Well, after Michigan State and Iowa last year, the committee's taking a more active role <laughs> and not letting the results in the field get in the way of what they think. Yeah. Uh, I do got to say, and, and this is we're on a collision course for this, but the fact that the game is being held in Indianapolis uh, every year, mm -hmm. when Indiana makes it into that, kind of, that, that championship <laughs> game, it's it's really gonna be unfair to the team that's playing them. Yeah, that will be you tremendously know? unfair. I and I just feel like it needs to be said out loud because those folks at Indiana are I think have a, a huge leg up or a a less mile led Purdue team. Oh, that's right. That Wait, is that official? Less mile? No, I'm just games. making that up. Hey, that could happen. Uh, Big Twelve championship game, kind of. <laughs> it's unofficial. But the championship will be decided by this last game between number 10, Oklahoma State, and number 9, Oklahoma. In-state rivals, the Battle of Boom. Bedlam. Boom. Hmm. However, it's sad. Much of the focus has shifted from the kids who play the game on the team, on both teams, in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. People aren't talking about the kids. They're talking about Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy's mullet. I'm, not, I'm, this is not a joke. Mike Gundy has really? a mullet now? He's got a mullet. And, and for instance, instead of a game preview – ESPN posted a long, excessively long human interest piece where they just got a bunch of quotes about the mullet. Huh. This is, is it because MacGyver's back on the air? Is that why they decided to? This is Mike, I'm a man, I'm 40, yeah. Gundy. Yes. <laughs> he got some. He got, he got a shout-out from Billy Ray Cyrus who said, yeah. Coach Gundy rocking the mullet shows class and brass. <laughs> that statement right there showed class, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Bob Stoops, his rival, says, heck, it's grown on me throughout the year, throughout the season. Maybe he wasn't such a fan early on, but I've come to like it. Yeah, there you go. According to quarterback Mason Rudolph, the mullet has provided the, the Cowboys, that's Oklahoma State, with mojo. Mm. Safety Jordan Stern says he's given the team swag. Defensive coordinator Glenn Spencer got a little intense with his answer, saying, I just love looking at it every day. It's one of the highlights of my day to see where it's coming down his neck and touching his collar, and now it's below his collar. You come in the office every day, and you check it out, see what's happening with it. New paragraph, he's still talking. Oh, God. <laughs> the wind will catch a hold of it, and it'll look like a kite with a tail every now and then. That is the saddest I'm... short story I've ever heard in my life. 
Apparently, his defensive coordinator has a crush on him. Maybe something. No, to like me, that. it sounds like he's just a horribly bored person. <laughs> he's like, "This is all I have left in my life Maybe is watching mullets grow." He sees the beauty in like the small things in life. Yeah, but then it's like American Beauty in that stupid plastic that is bag, which too is much dumb. interest to have in another man's hair. Yeah. End of story. I mean, Un- unless, mullet, unless Joel you're is very to that sensitive man. about hair. Fair, fair, fair. Shut up. I'm talking to Jordan, so you can't hear. (laughs) Joel, will you let me and Phil have a conversation? If you do it through clenched teeth, it's not that I can't hear. Joel, you can't hear because he was clenching his teeth. You addressed me with that, Phil. Joel, you can't hear this right now. SEC championship game. Sweet! All right. Arkansas. Yeah, Atlanta. It's in the Georgia Dome. It's number one Alabama Crimson Tide. Versus Alabama's opponent. <laughs> Regardless of the outcome, Nick Saban uh, is, is, is probably going to the college ball playoff, whether he wins or loses. And he's going for his sixth national championship. Wow. Mm. That would tie Bear Bryant. Saban currently has four with Alabama and one at LSU. That's five. And Saban's five championships with integrated teams actually edges Bear Bryant's three. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Bear Bryant split it up 50-50. That's honestly. edgy. That was an edgy <laughs> Interesting joke. Interesting story. I actually read a book once that was about how Bear Bryant invited USC to play at Alabama. Right. Just because he knew he was going to get his ass handed to him, and that was the only way he was going to convince the people of Alabama. If he was, gonna, to if he was ever going to get through to Governor Wallace, <laughs> yeah. it needed to happen because some boys from California came yeah. and laid a beat down on him. We're going to need to demonstrate. <laughs> uh, the Florida Gators uh, come into this game as Alabama's opponent. ACC championship. We're not going to say more about Florida? The the ch- no. the winners of the, the stern SEC East? No. No, yeah, I, think we're just I mean, this going. is okay. I'm curious right. about Florida. We're yeah, we're no, just... we're, we're moving on. Okay. ACC championship game. It's in Orlando. It's at Camping World Stadium. Ah, oh, right next to SeaWorld. Everything. Oh, my God. I hope yeah. everything about the uh, about ACC football is frustrating and awful. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can watch <laughs> Orlando in the name of that stadium. HBO's new Camping World. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Yeah. People where they have to, the robot campers. Yeah, where you go to, yeah. see, go to a theme park to see what it's like to camp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's number three, uh, Clemson Tigers versus the number 23, Virginia Tech Hokies. Clemson was dominant all season till they Clemsoned against Pitt. They Clemsoned so hard that it topped the Florida State game in 2014 as the most Clemsoning Clemson <laughs> ever Clemsoned. Quote, Washington Post. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, now, for a sports outsider, which I am, uh, <laughs> can you explain to me what Clemsoning is? I'm so glad you asked, Phil. Sure. I don't think I can. It's just it is what it is. Urban Dictionary defines Clemsoning or Clemsoned as the act of delivering an inexplicably disappointing performance, uh, usually within the context of a college football season. Sure. Example, Oklahoma State's overtime loss to an unranked Iowa State was a full-blown Clemsoning. Ah. <laughs> Head coach Debo Sweeney hates the term, and he ranted against this last year in a press conference when a reporter brought it up. Said, "Have you, uh, you know, worried about Clemson?" And he's just like, "I hate that word. Don't, don't say that yeah. word. Not my word. Hates uh, the word Clemson. Clemsoning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, I wanted to clarify. I hate that word. Uh, he looks exactly like the scientist in the Cheez-Its ads that makes oh, sure yeah. if the cheese is mature enough. Sure, the cheese never is. No, not in those ads. No, 
Those ads don't get enough credit for. I don't, I don't know how funny they are, but the concept is marvelous. Okay. <laughs> a man talking to a wheel of cheese. Yeah. It's a marvelous concept. That was and a very weird to statement Jesus. to say it doesn't get enough credit. I don't know if it's funny, <laughs> but for the concept, it doesn't get enough credit. No, usually I think I watch this Like the commercial sucks, but the I'm idea of speaking because to at first cheese. I'm like, oh, he's talking to cheese to see if it's mature or not. That's hilarious. And then they actually have the commercial. Yeah, because like, mature not, can mean two different things. You're not getting enough out of this bit. A... It's a wonderful bit, and you guys are selling it way short. Well, Joel, if you did the commercials, they'd be 45 <laughs> minutes long and have an intermission. But you'd really learn something about yourself. Yeah, during the intermission, you'd be talking about how cheese is made. <laughs> Much like the University of Florida, Virginia Tech is an opponent in this game. Mm-hmm. College football championship game preview week. College football championship game preview. Brought to you by movie previews. Watch it before the movie. Joining us now on the podcast is Paul Levy, the president of the PGA of the Americas. Paul, it's great to have you on. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me <laughs> on your podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Paul. You're welcome. We don't get commissioners a lot. We don't get the head of sports leagues a lot. So it's it's truly yeah. an honor to, to be well, in Well, the presence. PGA is a little bit more of a sophisticated league. Uh, well, which I mean. Is, it's, uh, which is why you're coming on a show as sophisticated as yes, a sports Yes, more than sports happy podcast. to be. It kind of reminds me of NPR, which I really appreciate. I'm glad to hear that because yeah. NPR is, is absolutely my favorite audio programming that's ever Oh, isn't existed, talk so. radio grand? It, it, it really it's, is. It's, it's pretty good. It's very nice. And, and, and golf is a gentleman's game. It is a gentleman's game. But I wonder, as our society, as our society uh, obviously begins to deteriorate, golf's ratings have also deteriorated. Yeah. Are there less gentlemen out there? And golf has been in real trouble. People well, aren't watching golf. Ratings have been down quite a bit since the Tiger Woods scandal happened. Yeah. And, you know, that's really been tough on us because we pay millions of dollars to golfers that win tournaments. So uh, I think we're going to have to rebrand the PGA a little bit to make it more like it was 10 years ago. Okay. How do you, how do you propose to do that? Well, first thing we're going to do is uh, get some of our biggest golfers to, you know, sleep around with some random hussies. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah. We're going to get uh, some of our golfers to sleep around with random hussies. And no, no, let me, let me just, maybe stop. they'll have a messy divorce. No, just let me stop you right there. Yep. You said ratings have been down since Tiger Woods scandal he, he was sleeping around he got a messy divorce how would this how would this flip the switch back to people watching if it's what turned people away in the first place it back in the news it didn't turn people away that was just the beginning as soon as that ended then they said well there's no more sex scandal it's time for us to tune out okay whereas Isn't if this... we'd have more sex if there's a constant sex scandal people go well i'll see how that son of a bitch chips <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily jive with the image of golf as the gentleman's game. Well, let me tell you, we're going to take some of the best gentlemen to, to do this with. For example, Jordan Spieth. You know Jordan Spieth, right? Yeah. Well. Very big brand within the PGA. Yeah, he's married, I believe, too. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely married. We're going to have To Mrs. Him, Spieth. To Mrs. Spieth. That's true. That is her <laughs> last name. We're going to give him a female caddy, and we're going to catch them uh, banging each other between the seventh and eighth hole. During during a tournament. During a tournament, yeah. Do you know which which tournament? Uh, the next one. The next <laughs> the one is in. We, we have tournament. no time to waste. Okay. We have to get on so, this right away. I mean, and the, these they're gonna say, "Oh no, were the cameras still here?" Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. And that caddy and him are just gonna be going at it right right in the middle of the fairway. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a female caddy before. I feel like it might 
We're going to be breaking a lot of boundaries with this one. He'll just add to the scandal because then his wife will say, you son of a bitch. Is that why you had the first female caddy? And he'll say, shut your mouth, whore. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I hope he wouldn't. Hope it'll he wouldn't. make quite a controversy. It'll be great. That'll definitely give us a boost. All of this is going to happen on camera is what you're saying. Oh, it's going to be during a tournament. So, of course, it's going to happen on camera. Okay. It, it does seem like you're going a little bit above and beyond here. I mean, Tiger Woods is Thank you. Thank scandal. you for saying so. That's, that, I mean, going I didn't mean that in a good way. Yeah, but I think it might be a little more than like, I mean, what about just spicing up gameplay? Like, what if it's not the off-the-field stuff that's people that brings people to watching it? What if it's, you know, the quality of play? I see what you're saying. We actually have an idea for that. Like, uh, do you know uh, Jason Day? Yeah. Jason yeah. Day is a yeah. very big golfer. Yeah, he's a wonderful golfer. So, uh yeah. In, in one future tournament, he's not. I'm not going to tell him when because I want him to surprise me. He's going to be lining up for a drive, and right as he's about to hit the ball, he's going to crumble to the ground and say, "I cheated on my wife with an entire bikini squad." Uh, Mr. An Mr. entire squad of bikinis. Yeah, I was going to say, Mr. Levy, what's yeah. a bikini squad? <laughs> you don't know about <laughs> bikini squads? No, not really. Bikini squads are like Hawaiian Tropic hires a bikini squad. And okay. they all, a whole squad of women in bikinis. So like, say, 15? 15 is a good squad. That's a good size. Squads can be as small as five. And they're in bikinis and they they're travel in a horde? Or yeah. more like a squad? And more like a squad, yes. And, they're, uh, and Jason Day <laughs> will crumble to the ground and say, I slept with the... Whole squad. What's my wife gonna think? All right, well, that's captivating television. And that's yeah. during well, I the mean, game. I don't know. They always say show don't tell, and you're gonna go from from Jordan Spieth actually getting caught having sex on oh in golf the course. in golf it's all show. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds like Jason Day's tearful confession. I mean, if we could see him having sex with the with the bikini squad. Now, Joel, <laughs> we've already done that. We've already okay. done that with right. Jordan Spieth. So that would be a double beat. Never do that in comedy, Joel. <laughs> Never do that in comedy. I, I did not realize that it was comedy. I thought we were watching a tearful confession of a man who cheated. No, you were laughing, and that's why I said it. So, <laughs> aside from that, though, yes, okay, that's a, that's a thing. But I feel like most of the action that people tune in for is is Sunday, the last day of the yes. tournament. You know, it's yeah. kind of coming down to crunch time. A, a bunch of golfers are close together. The final few holes, a hundred percent. Yeah, and that's why we're gonna have a really big climactic moment next time. Uh, Phil Mickelson is golfing. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lefty. What, what are you going to do lefty. with lefty? Hefty lefty. So I love lefty. lefty. He was, he was He's who recently well took a lot of time off of golf uh, because his wife was dealing a very serious breast cancer. Yes, yeah. very, very serious. And that's going to add to the drama building up to <laughs> it's going to be the 18th hole. And uh, he's going to be, if he makes the putt, he's going to win the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. We'll, right. we'll plan that. We'll 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 fake it so that that happens. I mean, I thought this All was... golf is staged like the WWE. <laughs> But we're gonna we're gonna not have guessed God. that. Yeah, I really I I'm a little surprised at that. And then he's gonna line up for the putt, and everybody's gonna fall silent. He's gonna hit the ball. He's gonna watch it, and it's gonna be so close to the hole. And all of a sudden, he's just gonna run up to the hole and drop his pants and just have sex with the hole. He's <laughs> gonna have huh. sex with the 18th hole, and the ball's gonna bounce right off him. He's gonna lose and say it's worth it. It's worth it the whole time he's having sex with the hole. Is there is there maybe gonna gonna be a chance that I mean would he be fully erect when he's lining up the putt? I feel like people might notice. Let's that. not be crass, Joel. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking have, about he's, logistics. He's here. gonna have sex in the way that he's gonna have sex. I'm not gonna dictate the way he's gonna have sex. I'm not no I'm no digital whiz, but that sounds like something that's bound to go viral. Mr. I Levy. think it, I think it's bound to. And you know what? If we can get 
a hundred million people to watch the YouTube video. That's as good sex as... Sex with a whole bikini squad is bound to go viral, too, if you know what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I, but they're I just know, telling. But... They're not showing it. Yeah, no, this guy's fucking a golf hole. Yeah. No, I'm, I, It's I'm, totally different, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> he's totally on the ground. Different. He's pounding his he's dick. pounding if, away. No, no, I'm... In a golf having, hole. I already can't... He's moved the flag, right? He moved the flag? Oh, of course. He's putting, so the flag's already gone. He was on the green before that. That's how we'll stage it. Uh, wow, I gotta say, I mean, this will definitely be a different approach to golf. It'll be a very different kind of game. Okay. Yeah. And and you think this is gonna increase ratings and boost Speaking revenue? Speaking of which, we're keeping the acronym PGA, but we're gonna uh, change it to the Pump and Grind Association. <laughs> okay, now, I, I understand what you're doing here, because that's a cool phrase. Yep. But it really doesn't describe your game anymore. Well, it's it's gonna be a big part of the game. Everyone's gonna have their own... Uh, little side stories of sex scandals and mm. little pump and grind. Little pump and grind. It's going to be like a telenovela. Okay. I mean, I'm going to watch. Yeah. I think I'm going to be disgusted by it, but the man's got a point. Yeah. Just yeah. wait until uh, John Day and Adam Scott uh, have start having sex with each other. That's going to be a good episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, John Daly, I think John, you mean. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> John yeah. Daly, yeah. Well, I got to say, so uh, in order to pay for all of this new all of this new branding are you going to have to like levy a new tax on on golfers this interview Wait. is over <laughs> oh god damn this interview is over you've insulted me thank you I, very much I, for i've never that. been so offended i appreciate you coming on the show and telling us how you're going to spice up golf of course yeah. and now it's time for another wide world of Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, Bat and Trap. Bat and Trap. We do the Bat and Trap. We do the Bat and Trap. Now, where does this trap fit on the utility belt? You mean in Batman's utility (laughs) trap? Yeah. No, because that would just be called the Bat Trap. That's true. This is the Bat and Trap. But why would he be catching bats? He's Batman. Bat and Trap is an English bat and ball pub game. Oh, you gotta love a game that you play in the pub. Sure, oh, you have yourself a beer and you drink it and uh, you play the game. Especially have to love a game you play in the pub that still involves a bat despite being indoors. Right? Dangerous. Yeah. Uh, it is still played in Kent and occasionally in Brighton. Okay. That's about it. Those are the two places. Those fucking Kenties, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the late 20th century, it was usually only played on Good Friday in Brighton on the park called The Level, which has an adjacent pub called the Bat and Ball, whose sign depicts the game. Mm. Yeah, famous. Famous for that. So what's the game, Phil? Brighton and Hove City Council plans to start a (laughs) bat and trap club based at The Level in 2013. Oh, wow, this is out of date. (laughs) Plans to start in 2013. I was going to say, did, did it ever happen? Do we I know what know. happened with I it? I don't know. This is Wikipedia. Some nobody's updated. Citation No, this is, this is our extremely <laughs> detailed research Well-researched, yeah. <laughs> Dry erase board. All right, yeah. let's get into it. The game's played between two teams of up to eight players. Mm. At any one time, one team is batting and the other is bowling. Uh, the game involves placing a heavy, solid rubber ball similar to a a lacrosse ball on one end of a trap which is a low wooden box 22 inches long five inches wide uh, and five inches high you got it you got it pictured in your head 
So they've they've put a ball on top of a box. Yep, ball on box. Okay. Each I'm, I'm player in turn on the batting side hits the opposite end of the seesaw lever or the striker with his or her bat. So if you imagine the ball's on the thing, there's a lever, hit it with the bat, and then it goes like that, right? Okay. Flinging the ball into the air. Flinging the ball into the air. I guess that people on the podcast couldn't see like that what I was doing with my hands. <laughs> nope, they yep. couldn't. Uh, so uh, as to propel the ball in the air, and then using the same bat, attempts to hit the ball between two seven-foot-high posts situated 21 yards away uh, and uh, 13 uh, feet six inches apart at the other end of the playing area or the pitch. This is awesome. Yeah. So basically, you're hitting to pitch the ball to you. Yeah. You hit hit a lever to get the ball up in the air. You coil back, and you swing again, and you hit the ball again. Yeah, to try to get it between, like, goal posts. Oh, I could, I could do this. Yeah, and it's a pub game. <laughs> can you Dangerous. do it while drunk? You can only do it while drunk, Joel. <laughs> it's Britain. Uh, the uh, bowling side stand behind and between the posts. If any of them catches the ball before it hits the ground, the batsman is out. Yeah, that's right. The batsman is also out if he or she fails to hit the ball between the posts at a height not exceeding seven feet. Oh, so it's got to go under seven feet between the yeah. posts. Okay. Because it's a that pub game. You can't hit the roof. You'll yeah. ruin the ceiling. Yeah, so like, yeah, if you hit like a like a David Ortiz monster shot, you'd be like, I think that went between the posts. Yeah, you can't do that. No, yeah. It's an indoor that. game. you got to be a little gentiler. Well, it sounds like they play it next to the pub. Yeah, they said in the field. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> But it's still a pub game, so I imagine it indoors. It's one of those pub games if your pub has a patio. Right. There we go. It's a patio game like Brennan's. Yeah. Marina Del Rey. Uh, No one understands that reference except for Zach Evans. Hi, Zach. Turtle Uh, races. Turtle races. There could be other people in Marina Del Rey listening to this podcast. Maybe. Maybe. After each successful hit, one fielder, the one whose turn it is to bowl next, returns the ball to the batting end by hurling, tossing, or bowling it back towards the trap attached to the front of which is a five-inch square target or a wicket hinged at the bottom. If the bowler hits the wicket with the ball so as to knock it flat, the batsman is bowled out. If the bowler does not succeed, the batman scores one run and continues to play. Bowled out. Yeah, so there's actually a, a receiving end, too. Once they have the ball, not, the batter doesn't just get to have all the fun. They also get a game of skill throwing it back. And if they succeed, the batter does not. Or bats, batsmen. The sorry. batsman is out, or else he gets to keep going. One or the other. Uh, so once all the members of the first batting team are out, so you might need eight outs if there's eight people playing, uh, which would be crazy, the batting and bowling teams change places, and the game continues until all players on both sides have batted. Well, I got to tell you, I'm confused as to how this has not spread further than Kent. Right. I mean, it's a what little a delightful game. Confusing. Yeah. And it involves lots of building things. Yeah. Lots of equipment. Kind of a high barrier for entry here. Right. And it seems a little dangerous because you're batting a ball 
from not very far away, and people are trying to catch it. Yeah, first you slam bat down on wood lever. Yeah. <laughs> then I, I slam bat at ball. And there's eight people standing between the ball and the thing 21 feet away. Pubs nearby. Pubs nearby could break a window. <laughs> but other than those dangers, don't know why this didn't catch on. Yeah, I want to play this tomorrow. And that brings an end to another wide world of Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close of the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to have a PGA president, Paul Levy, back to give you our contact information. Hello, it's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to have you back. Yeah. So you can find all of the episodes on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. And while you're there, make sure to check out all, all the great pornography podcasts that are on there. Like the morning after podcast. The, uh, wait, wait, the whoa, 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 whoa. Podcast. Yeah. I, I, the, we, just our plugs. How about you? Don't okay. need, you don't well, need to plug other stuff. That's, that's fine. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll plug other things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's Twitter dot com slash sports number three podcast lots of uh, amazing porn stars on that site okay. too there's, okay i mean there's there's yeah, yeah there are but you know sort of right back to what we just told you not to do if sure. you follow them people can see that you're following them so do do a list okay yeah. that's fair that's fair uh or you can find us on facebook go to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast uh that's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast uh, porn there's also porn on the computer. Lots of I porn. mean, on the computer. <laughs> I mean, well, not necessarily on, on Facebook. Yes, this but really it's not. on the computer. There's lots of porn. So there's make sure to check it out. On the internet, make sure to keep watching the Pump and Grind Association. Thank you. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. I think I want to watch golf now. Yeah, I'm going to check out some matches. Yeah. I'll probably tune in on Sunday. Yeah. Hang out on the couch. Kind of hung over. That makes sense. Lights off. <laughs> You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.